What's going on, guys? This is uh, episode two of In the End Zone with Caleb and Hunter. What's up, everybody? Today we're going to be talking about our regular season predictions, our uh, postseason predictions, regular season awards, and just some breaking news that happened this past week. Kind of not breaking if it's already happened, but yeah. To start off, we're going to go to our predicted division winners uh, for the season. In the AFC East, I have the Patriots going 10-6. and six. I have them at 11-5. and five. In the AFC West, we're a little different. I have the Chiefs going 12-4. and four. And I have the Chargers going 12-4. and four. The AFC North, I have the Steelers going 11-5. and five. I have them going 10-6. and six. And in the AFC South, we both had them. I had the Texans going 10-6. and six. Over to the NFC East, I have the Eagles winning at 11-5. I have them winning at 12-4. In the NFC West, I have the Rams at 12-4. I have them at 11-5. In the NFC North, we both have the Packers winning at 11-5. And, and in the NFC South, we both have the Saints going 13-3, and uh, just like last year. So we're going to like dissect each division winner. So Patriots, there's not really much explaining to do. I mean, they lost Gronkowski, but Tom Brady has proven time and time again he can do anything with anybody. And yeah. Belichick's still there, obviously. So I mean, they I don't mean, really have any competition at all in the East. Um, <clears throat> that could change this year. The Jets, um, mm. I think they're a sleeper team. I think they could sign in a wild card, potentially. But, um, and then the AFC West, I have the Chargers going 12-4 and and winning. They did last year. Chiefs kind of... You know, snuck into the wild card. They didn't sneak in because they dominated all year, but they uh, made it to the AFC Championship. But I have Philip Rivers as my surprise MVP. So, which we're going to talk about later. But Philip Rivers just has so many weapons. I mean, yeah, they're losing Russell Okung, the left tackle. They're losing Derwin James, but you know, they still. I mean, Melvin Gordon's also. He might not play. Whatever. He's not playing Week One. So, but I mean, I think they're going to lose that game anyways. But. <laughs> So I just I know Philip Rivers has so many weapons. Anthony Lynn's a great coach. I think this team could potentially reach a Super Bowl. I have them going to the AFC Championship as well. So we'll see how that works out. But I mean, what do you think about the Chiefs? Yeah, I mean, uh, well, honestly, this is probably one of my favorite divisions uh, just because all the competition in there. Obviously, the past years it's been the Chiefs and Chargers, but not too long ago the Broncos were out there. I mean, when they had Peyton, they went to the Super Bowl and um, won. Yeah, and one. So, I mean, there's uh, the Raiders is really the only team that haven't been up there. But I feel with getting A.B., even with all the drama he's caused, he's still a superb talent. And uh, maybe they can do something in there. And uh, the AFC North, I mean, we both had the Steelers winning. Different different, uh, different win and loss ratios. But, um, I mean, they lost Antonio Brown and they lost Le'Veon Bell. But they didn't have Le'Veon Bell last season. And Juju outshined Antonio Brown as well. So, I mean, yeah, if you James, think about I mean, it, I'm, I'm just fine with James Conner being in the backfield. I mean, he so. proved that he can be a beast, and so did Juju Smith-Schuster. So if Juju's number one, you, you got Dante Moncrief <laughs> and James Washington maybe a number two, number like they're comp they're competing for number two. So what do you think about the Pittsburgh Steelers, Hunter? Obviously, they're my team, and I always rep them. Uh, Big Ben is my MVP for this year, but like Caleb said, we'll get into all of that later. Um, I like Vance McDonald and like uh, the defense. It's upgraded a lot. Um, and Devin Bush is going to be crazy. Yeah, he's Apparently, he's going to be like the next stud in the NFL. So I don't know how that's going to work. Yeah, out, I may but. talk him up a lot, but I mean, he is—he's a really good player. And uh, I mean, I like T.J. Watt a lot too, as well. And we got a good secondary. They resigned Joe Hayden too. Yeah, so we, we, have, have, a, we have a solid secondary, and I'm ready to see. 
Um, but you had the Browns actually tying for first place. I have them slipping in as a wild card, the sixth seed. And um, I have them actually playing in Pittsburgh the wild card weekend. And I have them beating Pittsburgh. But, I mean, we're going to get into that a little bit later. But I'm just bringing that up just just to set my case on the Browns. I think the Browns are going to be great. Um, nobody really knows about Freddie Kitchens. Um, last episode we talked how we don't know. It depends on how he works with Baker Mayfield and the team as a whole. And I think Freddie Kitchens has a lot to prove, but with the talent on that team, I hope they're, like I said last week, I hope they're not just a story and they can actually prove it on the field. And I think they have so much potential. Odo Beckham Jr. hasn't had a quarterback like this, like, ever. Like, Eli Manning was good before Odo came. And then now he's got a young quarterback that's getting into his prime and this dude is going to be a monster. Jarvis Landry is going to be a monster. Their defense is going to be a monster. I honestly could see them making a push. I have them in the losing in the AFC divisional round, but um, I could definitely see them making the AFC championship. That's a possibility. And just because I didn't predict it doesn't mean it's not going to happen. So uh, now that we got the Browns out of the way, what do you think about the other competition in that division with the Ravens and Bengals? Well, I think I. it's sad to say, I think Cincinnati is out of the race already before the season even begins. I just, you know, AJ Green could be out potentially till week four, week three, and you know that. I mean, I, even, Andy Dalton has with him. I feel I like mean, Andy Dalton has a really competition. Exactly, like they need to. I feel like they need a tank this year to get a quarterback next year to lead them to the promised land because Andy Dalton hasn't done anything. I don't. He hasn't. He hasn't, he hasn't won a playoff game, and he doesn't even take his team to the playoffs. And I just think, like. Like he said, with A.J. Green even being there, I don't see a chance happening. They have a good receiving core, too. They got A.J. Green, Tyler Boyd. They got John Ross. I mean, those three dudes, like John Ro- John Ross is just, he's super quick and super talented. Hasn't really shown much, but I think he has a lot of potential. Tyler Boyd has shown that he could be the number one guy when A.J. Green can't be there. And, I mean, even without, with AJ, without A.J. Green, I mean, they're still not going to do anything, in my opinion. And the Ravens. I'm not super high on Lamar Jackson. I think he could potentially get a – he could be the first quarterback to get a 1,000 rushing yards. I think that could be a possibility. But I don't I don't have them going to the playoffs. I just I, – I like the Steelers this year and the Browns both. Um, I think the Ravens are going to compete. I think they're going to get close, maybe 9-7. and seven, But I don't see them reaching 10 wins. What do you think? Um, honestly, I mean, I kind of agree with you about the whole Bengals thing. Uh, they were never really, I was never worried about them coming into this year, and I know the rest of the teams aren't. The Ravens, uh, there is more competition, I I feel like. Uh, Lamar Jackson, like you said, he's a great quarterback, a lot of potential. Um, and their defense is great, yeah, too. Defense, and they added Mark yeah, Ingram. I mean, I mean they're, their they're defense good. got a little better when they added Earl Thomas. I mean, it, it's not like their defense was bad last year, either. It's just like, last year... When you watch the Ravens play, they had a tough time against Phillip Rivers and the Chargers in the playoffs. Uh, Lamar Jackson, it doesn't seem like he can throw as well as he needs to be. He's not like a Cam Newton who can sling the ball or James Winston who can sling the ball. He's a running guy, and you can tell when you watch a Ravens game. You can really tell because that's what the you saw in the playoffs. That's what the Chargers defense was looking for. They always watched him because they played him earlier in the season. And they watched and saw him run almost every single play, like a read option or, you know, any type of play like that where the quarterback just runs. And they did that in the playoffs. They stopped the Ravens' offense, got the W. And I just think every team knows what Lamar Jackson can do now. And, I mean, yeah, he's going to – I heard that he's going to start throwing the ball a little bit more. But, like, 
last year he seemed inaccurate and he seemed like he didn't have he didn't have chemistry with the team and I just think that's going to be real brutal for their season. Yeah, you bring up the playoff loss, and I mean, I'm going to put some of that on it. It was Lamar Jackson's first uh, postseason game. Oh, yeah, uh, I know that. It's just, I'm like, sure. Joe Flacco wouldn't have done any better. I'm just yeah, saying, no. like, you know, it's not just him on the team. It's the defense, too. Yeah. They let him, you know, it's just. I mean, the Chargers were a hard team to beat anyways last year, but uh, now to a hard division for you to talk about, the AFC <laughs> South. Um, we both have the Texans winning at 10-6. and six. Uh, If Andrew Luck wouldn't have had his surprise retirement. I would have had them winning this division. I would have had them at 13 wins, to be honest with you. I think they they easily could have went to the Super Bowl. Maybe not have won it, depending on who they had to play. But I really think they could have made it at least. And they had they were supposed they were supposed to be a dynasty team. And not that's not taken away just yet. We got to see how Jacoby plays out and how that how the whole thing works. They just signed him to an extension, two years extension for 30 million. Um, his base salary was like. 400k or something like that and then it got boosted up to 15 million so i mean that's a big boost i mean your starting quarterback they have seen you play and they know how you can play and they've seen your the good moments and the bad moments and they have a lot of they have a lot of respect for you and they have a lot of confidence in your ability to make this a winning team and they have such a good team around them I do not have them winning the division because of all the trades that happened even before the trades i thought the texans would win um i hope they don't but that's just that's my that's my opinion. Um, they added Laramie Tunsil. They added Kenny Stills. That's another weapon for Deshaun Watson to throw to. I'm not a huge fan of Deshaun Watson, but I mean you got DeAndre Hopkins out there. I mean anything can happen. And you add Kenny Stills, who was the number one guy in Miami. So you got two number one guys yeah. now, and it's and their defense is incredible. They lost to Damian Clowney, which is a big hit. But they add Barkevius Mingo, who hasn't really done anything. They got him in that trade from Seattle. And, I mean, other than that, J.J. Watt's still a beast. I mean, yeah. I mean, um, like you said, the whole Jacoby thing, uh, I still feel like the Colts can do well. I have them getting second in the division at 9-7. and seven. Um, But the Texans are definitely the team to beat in that division. Uh, their defense, I feel like even with losing uh, Clowney, uh, that J.J. Watt will have an even bigger year without him there, taking stuff away from him. As long as he can stay healthy, yeah, he's and, still going to be that yeah. guy that he's always been. He's and, always been a beast, regardless of who else is on the field, who he's playing. He does, it doesn't matter. It could be the best offensive lineman in football. He's still getting through there somehow and getting sacks and forced fumbles and all this. And I mean, he's kind of went down. He's kind of went down a yeah, little definitely. bit. I mean, but I, I feel think like that, you have to put some of that on injuries as well. He's that, had some yeah, trouble with that. That's definitely true. And with the, the Defensive Player of the Year award... He he'll get higher up on that ranking because of Jadavian Clowney not being there. But when he was there, I mean, JJ like when he wasn't there, JJ Watt was the only dude there. So that's why he you know he was a beast. Yeah, he was like he the number one so defense. And now it's Khalil Mack and Aaron Donald. Everybody's talking about. But it used to be JJ Watt before both those guys got in the league. Yeah. So I mean, JJ Watt could be back to his old self. And I mean, it could happen. It could not. We don't know. But I think the Texans all around are a good football team. and yeah. I mean, like you said, Watson got some needed protection with uh, Tunsil, and he got another big receiver with Stills. So uh, I'm excited to see what they can do. But another thing that I don't I don't like about the Texans, they're only – not their only weakness because their offensive line is still weak even though they added a big guy. But their, their offensive weakness is Lamar Miller getting injured and Duke Johnson and Carlos Hyde being your two backs – you don't know how that's going to play out. Carlos Hyde has been—I think this is his fifth team, his fifth team since he's been in the NFL—and he's he's gotten injured, and he's just 
been bad and he's not produced well. And I mean, Carlos Hyde still has something to prove, I guess. He's, he'll turn 29 this year. But I mean, he didn't do any, he hasn't done anything. Not on the Jags, not on the Chiefs. I mean, on the Browns, he was okay, I guess. But I mean, the Texans were going to cut the dude that they traded for Carlos Hyde, anyways. And the Chiefs mm-hmm. were going to cut Carlos Hyde. So, I mean, they just swapped those players. And now they both get their jobs. I mean, I hope Carlos Hyde does well. But I mean, I I could see I I see Duke Johnson as more of a receiving back. Like he's not like a Le'Veon Bell who could do it all. He's just a receiving back. That's mm-hmm. all I see him as, and I think that's what they're going to use him for. And a goal line could potentially be Carlos Hyde. I could see him getting reps at the goal line, third down back, getting because he's he's a bigger guy. I mean, yeah. he can get through he, there. He's definitely bigger than Johnson, so. But um, um, the rest of the division, Titans and Jags, not a lot to talk about. I'm not big on Mariota. At I'm all. not big on Nick Foles. I yeah. mean, their defense mm-hmm. is incredible as always. But they um, could do something. I mean, they got Fournette in the backfield over there in Jacksonville, so I mean, but, not a bad running back to have. And the but. reason I don't like Nick Foles is everybody says, "Oh, he he beat Tom Brady. He went to Super Bowl. He won it against the apparently yeah. like the goat, you know." But Nick Foles, he's not proven anything in the regular season, and to get to the postseason, you have to win the regular season. You have to get your team to the playoffs. I just don't see him being able to do that. Especially he plays the Colts twice, Titans twice, and the Texans twice. I mean, not saying he won't win some of those games cuz I guarantee he'll win at least two or three of them, but I just see I just see him and they they play Kansas City first week. I mean, yeah, you're I mean, playing against the reigning MVP in a team that was one play away from the Super Bowl. I mean, I don't think they're going to win that game, but Nick Foles He's going into a new offense. He's going into new colors. I think I think he is ready, but I don't I don't see him yeah, doing I, I anything. I feel like he's been ready. I just um, don't see him doing anything. Yeah. I think he loved when Carson Wentz got hurt. Like not like that, but like he got the opportunity that he's always wanted. And you know, it, it helped him out contract wise. He got he got big money going to Jacksonville. They wanted him. They got him and he'll start for him and I just I don't know. I just I haven't really seen him do much since he's been in the yeah, NFL, I mean, other than the, other than the postseason runs. Yeah, I mean the Eagles are already on their way to a Super Bowl appearance at least uh, before Wentz got hurt. So I mean, he didn't change a whole lot up there. It's not but like Wentz, he turned but, their season around or anything. But Wentz was out for the regular season. He won a couple games, yeah. got him into the re- got him into the postseason, which they were already pretty much clinched. Yeah. But then they got there, won the Super Bowl. It was crazy. Everybody was getting hype on the Nick Foles train, and then. It just, all of a sudden, it just, uh, I don't know. I just don't see it. I don't see anything good happening with that. But switching over to the NFC now, uh, we have a pretty good division in the East with the Eagles, Cowboys, Redskins, and Giants. Uh, Both of us had the Eagles winning. I had them at 11-5 while Caleb had them at 12-4. What are your thoughts on this division? I think Carson Wentz is going to get back to his MVP self. I think that's the main reason I have them winning. And, I mean, they added Deshaun Jackson. They added Malik Jackson. I mean, they're gonna be, they're gonna be great on both sides of the ball, and I mean Deshaun Jackson is a slot guy. He's a real quick guy. He used to play for the Eagles. I think he's rejuvenated in his career. I think he's ready to go. He's got a new quarterback thrown to him. Maybe the best quarterback he's had. I mean, I, I just think Carson Wentz is gonna be that MVP guy again. And I think and they they added Jordan Howard. I mean Jordan Howard. He could be. He's a really good running back. I mean, you see him in Chicago. He was the lead back. I mean, Tariq Cohen came in every every once in a while, you know. But Jordan Howard, I think that's an improvement from last year. I mean, 
The Eagles are the team to beat in that division. And right behind them, I had the Dallas Cowboys going 10-6. and six. Zeke just signed a new deal, being the, the number one running back paid. Yeah, a six-year, $90 million deal. I just, I mean, Amari Cooper has showed up big time. I think he's better now than he was in Oakland. And they had a big, he had a big connection with Derek Carr. And I think, I think Dak's a little better. He's a little smarter than Derek Carr is. But um, I just think, you know, they could be, they could potentially be a playoff team. They could sneak in at the wild card. But I think the Eagles got this thing on lock. Their defense is incredible. Carson Wentz is incredible. Jordan Howard's going to, I think he's going to step up big time this year. And um, yeah, so what do you think? Uh, recently, I read something that the NFC playoffs is going to run through the Eagles, and I could see that. Um, personally, that's not what my opinion is. Um, I feel like it's still going to run through the Saints or the Rams. Um, but like you said, all these added weapons and all and Carson Wentz being healthy helps out a lot. Um, as long as he can stay healthy. Yeah, as long as he stays. They're, they got a good offensive line, yeah. too. I mean, they're, they're older, but they're still a really good offensive line. And I could just, I really think Carson Wentz is going to have a good year, and he'll be up in the MVP race at the end of the year. Yeah. And on to the Cowboys. Um, I agree. I mean, I feel like Zeke, now they got his new deal and everything, he's happy. He's going to have a great year. And, I'm, I'm and never... Dak added, they added Randall Cobb. Yeah, Dak's got another weapon to throw to, so that and that I've, I've never been it. huge on Dak. Uh, he's a good quarterback, and he has a couple weapons, um, so he could have a good year. Um, the rest of the division, though, the Redskins and Giants, uh, I don't expect a lot from them. I mean, I think Saquon will have another incredible yeah, year. He'll I, th- have a I think year. honestly. Usually it's a quarterback that wins MVP, but I think if there's going to be a running back that wins it, I think it could be Saquon yeah, Barkley. He's the offense there, and he's incredible. Yeah, and I've never seen anything like it. He's just, but I just I don't I have them at six and ten. You have them at six and ten as well. I just I don't see anything really happening with the Giants. I mean, they probably won't even get six wins. We don't know, but yeah. I mean, if they don't get six wins and they get a like a good draft pick, then. They could get a quarterback, but they could get maybe I mean, and they, they don't, could get an offensive threat and a wide receiver because they desperately need that. I mean, I I really think Daniel Jones is the future, but if they don't think so, then maybe they could get another quarterback. I mean, we'll just have to see if they play him enough to figure that out. If they don't play him enough and they still take a quarterback, then I'm just I'm never that, talking that, about the Giants again. <laughs> that could be like the Josh Rosen situation with yeah. Arizona, though. That's why I said that. I think I think Daniel Jones. I mean, if he starts midway through the year. I could see him getting a few wins. They could be competing like the like I think the Cardinals will. But um, in the NFC West, um, I have the Rams going eleven five. You have them going twelve and four. Uh, speak on that a little bit. Yeah, I feel like the Rams pretty much already have this division. Um, their biggest threat, uh, like usual, would be the Seahawks. But I have the Niners uh, with the same records as the Seahawks actually, because I feel like with Jimmy G. Um, if he can stay healthy, he can definitely improve that team. And he needs a, he needs to have a better quarterback IQ. He needs to not throw dumb balls. He like in the preseason at, at uh, he threw a ton of picks, and I also read that in practice he threw five interceptions in a row. You can't be doing that if you're a hundred million dollar quarterback, dude. You're the franchise there. They traded for you for a reason. I mean, when he started off, he started off late in the season. He f- he figured out the playbook. They put him in. He went undefeated that season, and then I think. I think he went in, ended up going six or six and zero, seven and zero, and then he ended up losing a couple games, getting injured in the Chiefs game. But I have them going ten and six and making the last wild card, and um, I think it'll be an interesting division. I then I, I have the Cardinals going five and eleven. Yeah, I feel like the Cardinals. Not much to talk about there, other than Kyler Murray, obviously, but and I, a new offense with Cliff Kingsbury. I feel like every year though, I feel that the Cardinals compete, or they at least win one game against, like, the yeah. bigger, like, the division leaders. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, so, like they, they can play with them. 
Like Forty uh, ers and not Cardinals is Forty ers and Cardinals has always been iffy because the Forty ers yeah. are usually bad, like the Cardinals. But I think the Forty ers are going to step it up this year. I hope Jimmy G stays healthy, but I the Seahawks are usually the ones that compete with the Rams, and I could see the Rams losing a couple games to the Seahawks. Maybe both. It could happen. The Seahawks are a good team, but. Yeah, I mean, I'm Doug excited. Baldwin. This is a pretty good division. I'm excited. There's a lot of competition in it, I feel like. There could be, at least. Um, so we can see what happens. And usually in these divisions, there's usually three teams and then a bad team. Yeah. And that's that's what it is for a lot of these divisions. So um, the ne- that brings me to next, NFC North. I have the Packers going 11-5. So do you. And then we have the mm-hmm. Bears at close second, 10-6 and six each. Um I mean, the Vikings out of that third good team, and then the Lions you have a bad team, like you just said. And the, I mean, I like this division. There's a lot of competition. It'll be a great year, um, especially if everybody can stay healthy. The Packers, I just have them winning because, I mean, I'm a huge Aaron Rodgers guy. I mean, he's you can't really say anything bad on him. And as we are report, recording this podcast, tonight is the season opener. It's it's the Bears and the Packers in Chicago at Soldier Field. One of the biggest rivalries there is in football. I have the Packers coming out with the W. Yeah, I, I have to agree with you on that one. I mean, Aaron Rodgers has got to find his offense, and he's got to find it quick because he's playing a tough defense, probably the number one defense in, in, the, in the National Football League. I just think Aaron Rodgers is going to click instantly because he his relationship with Mike McCarthy was kind of iffy. So I think, you know... He's, I feel like Matt LaFleur is going to really boost him up. He's a younger guy, so he's going to boost Aaron Rodgers up. He's going to give him the most confidence he's had in a while. They don't have many weapons. they got Devontae Adams, Valdez Scantling, Geronimo Allison, Jimmy Graham. But Jimmy Graham hasn't really been great since he's no, been not, in Green Bay. Yeah. Ever since he left New Orleans, he's been kind of bad. So, I mean, hopefully he can, I mean, if, if he, he takes a big even, boost. You could possibly even take it back to his Seattle days. He hasn't put up near the numbers he did there. That's true. But um, I think... I think Aaron Rodgers is going to find it. I think I, I hope Jimmy Graham has a good season. I mean, I think yeah. if he has a good season, that could be their number two guy. You know, Devonta Adams is obviously number one. He's great, yeah. but they're playing a tough defense tonight. Um, I mean, I, the, the Packers' running game isn't all that great. I feel like I feel like Aaron Jones is a beast, though. I really think he I is. I feel like this game is going to come down a lot to the defense because I know we both we all know what their offense is going to do with a young guy in Trubisky in Chicago, and then you obviously have Aaron Rodgers, who has been regarded as I mean, one of the best quarterbacks in the league for a while now. Now, if you look at last year, Packers and Bears, I, be- I believe it was opening night. Aaron Rodgers goes down. Deshaun Kaiser comes up. It's Khalil Mack's first game with the Bears. And Aaron Rodgers comes back from injury. He's down He's down like 20 nothing. Comes back and wins the game. And everybody got – it was in Lambeau, but everybody got crazy. And I can see I, – I don't see that happening tonight. I think it'll be, you know, back and forth, back be, and forth. Yeah, they won't be a, be a shutout like that. But I don't think there's going to be a comeback necessary for the Packers. Um, I could see it being a comeback for the Bears. But uh, Mitchell Trubisky, I have them going 10 and, six, 10 and 6 because I really feel like he's kind of inconsistent. I mean, he can run the ball. Um, he has he's, He kind of does have a big arm. But I just – I don't know, man. Last year they didn't even have an 1,000-yard receiver. Yeah, you so know, Allen Robinson was of, supposed to be the guy there. Yeah, they don't have a lot of threats over there. Um, Anthony Miller – Nothing spectacular. Taylor Gabriel, nothing spectacular. And the running back position. They lost Jordan Howard. They add in David Montgomery, the running back. I don't know how that's going to work out. I'm not huge on rookie running backs. Other than last year, Saquon was yeah, he was I mean, the number two pick. Knew Saquon was just he was the number two off. pick. You knew this. You watched him in college. Yeah. I, I, I honestly haven't heard of David Montgomery or Josh Jacobs in Oakland, so I don't know how either one of those are going to turn out. 
But, I mean, I hope the best. I think he's supposed to be a boss. But Tariq Cohen, I mean, he's proven. He's a quick guy. He's a sweetie guy. He's a receiving back. But I just don't think they have enough on offense to get the job done this year. Their defense was the big anchor for that team last year, and that's the reason they went far in the playoffs. Well, they didn't really go far because of the missed field goal. Hopefully they get that kicker situation <laughs> they got that kicker situation filled out. But um, I believe they just signed a new one actually. So we'll see how that goes. But um on to the next division, the NFC South. Yeah, Talk we, a little we, about the predictions. So we have the Saints, Falcons, Panthers, and Bucks. Once again, you got the three good teams and a bad team. Um, the Saints, I honestly feel like they have this division. The Falcons and Panthers can definitely give some good competition. I have them both going nine and seven while I have the Saints at thirteen and three. Uh, if Drew Brees can play like he did in the first half of last season, then this division's it's already over. Uh, the running gra- the running game is great with Alvin in the backfield. Uh, they lost Mark Ingram, but I feel like they added a, Latavius Murray yeah, too. I mean, so. it's, it's not a huge loss losing Ingram. Um, their receivers they have they obviously have Michael Thomas who they're huge on. They just gave him uh, I forget how much money, but it was definitely it was definitely one of the highest paid receiver yeah. in the league. But uh, Falcons, I have them at ten and six. I have them as the sixth seed, and they made the wild card. Um, I think last year a lot of people were high on them, and I really wish I had the. I think I had them going to the playoffs last year as I well. I feel like they were high on them because of Matt Ryan. They were expecting him to do a lot, and he didn't do as much as people thought. I mean, I honestly, he's got Julio, and um, news just got out today that Julio may not play Week yeah, One because said, of the uh, contract situation. Yeah, he has a lingering injury, and then he's also not wanting to play because he wants a new contract. I think they should give it to him. He's. I honestly think he's the best receiver in the league, and I really think Matt, him and Matt Ryan are a perfect combination, and I think they could give the Saints a run for their money, but I do have the Saints at 13-3. and three. And the Panthers, I have them at 10-6 and six as well, but I think they're going to lose lose a game yeah, to the I mean, Falcons. And Cam, and it's just, like Cam Newton's, he's hurt again right now with his foot. Um, I don't think it's huge. It's like a serious issue. Um, they expect him to be back pretty soon. And then Tampa Bay... Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're. We both have them at two and fourteen. I they think could, that's... they could possibly be the worst team in the league. <laughs> no, I think I think Miami is going to be the worst team in yeah. the league. But I I really I want to I want to give them a little boost. I want to think their ceiling is seven wins. To be honest with you, yeah, I mean because James, Bruce Arians, Winston, he's not all that awful as people have him out to be. He's really not. I mean, their offensive line's not great, but I mean. Their defense, they lost Gerald McCoy. He's in Carolina. So, I mean, I, I just don't like their defense. Jameis Winston's not a great quarterback. I mean, but, like, what are his weapons? It's not like he they has. Man, Mike Evans. That's, yeah, it's not like he has the They lost to Sean Jackson. They lost to Sean Jackson. So, now who's I mean, their Mike second? Evans, he's a Chris great. Godwin. Mike Chris, Evans is probably Chris Gro- Chris Godwin a is top pretty five good. or seven wide receiver in the league, I would say. I mean, so, it's not a bad guy to have. I mean, um, but, and he's got O.J. Howard. Cameron Bray has shown yeah. spots of being okay. But I mean, Cam- O.J. That, Howard is predicted yeah. to be a top-five fantasy tight end this year. So, I mean, that's just because Jameis slings the ball. And he, he can throw the ball. Yeah. Chris Godwin, has an arm on him. <laughs> Chris Godwin is pretty good, but I just don't see it going anywhere. Bruce Arians, he's got to change Jameis Winston as a person before he can change on the football field, I think. And I just don't see that happening. But uh, next, we'll go into our playoff predictions. We have, in the AFC, I have the Browns at the 6th seed, the Chiefs at the 5th seed, and then the division winners, I have Chargers, Patriots, Steelers, and Texans. And In my AFC, I have uh, the 6th seed, I have the Browns 9-7, the Chargers 
at 11-5, Texans and Patriots at 10-6. and six. I did give the Patriots the three seed over the Texans, though. Um, I had the Steelers in the two seed, 11-5, and five, and the Chiefs winning at 12-4. and four. And then we go into the bracket. I have Steelers, Browns, and the wild card, and Texans, Chiefs. I have the Chiefs beating the Texans in Houston. I have the Browns beating Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. And then you got Browns, Chargers, the one and the six seed playing in Los Angeles. I have the Chargers coming out on top on that one. And then I have Chiefs, Patriots in Foxborough. You got Chiefs winning that one. Chiefs, Chargers, and the AFC Championship. I have the Chiefs coming out on top. Yeah, I have the Pats, Browns. Um, they're starting off the playoffs here. Uh, I have the Pats winning that. Um, the Texans and Chargers uh, for the four and five seed game. I have the Chargers winning that. Um, the Patriots would play the Steelers. Uh, I made a bold pick. I had the Steelers winning that. And then I had the Chiefs uh, beating the Chargers. Uh, it came down to the Steelers and Chiefs. But uh, the Steelers are my team, but I had to come down to it. And I gave the Chiefs the win. Um, I have them going on to the Super Bowl. But on to the NFC now. I have the Cowboys in the sixth seed at 9-7. and seven, The Bears at 10-6. and six, The Eagles and Packers at 11-5. and five, But I did give the Packers the edge over them for the three seed. I have the Rams at 12-4. and four, And then the Saints at 13-3 and three winning the NFC. I have the Falcons at the sixth seed playing in L.A. against the Rams. I have the 49ers as the fifth seed going to Lambeau and playing Green Bay, losing that game. Packers move on to face Philadelphia in Philly. And then you got Falcons beating the Rams, going against the Saints in New Orleans. I have the Falcons winning that one, and then I have the Packers beating the Eagles. So I have a lot of upsets in my bracket. And then you got Falcons, Packers. I have the Packers winning, going to the Super Bowl, playing Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. And then I have the Chiefs coming out on top, Patrick Mahomes as the Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, for my uh, NFC playoffs, I have the Packers and Cowboys playing. I have the Packers moving on from that game. And then I have a really good game in the Eagles and Bears. Uh, I gave the edge to the Eagles in that game. I feel like that would be a really good game if it were to happen. Um, but now I have the Packers and Rams. Uh, the Rams go on to win that game in the Eagles and Saints, where I have the Saints winning. So I have a Rams and Saints NFC Championship matchup. And uh, just like last year, I, I would expect that to be a really, really good game. You think but, the Saints are going to win this time, though? Yeah, I do have the Saints winning this time. And I have – so I have a uh, – a Super Bowl matchup of the Chiefs and Saints, which I'm sure, even if you're not a fan of those teams, you'd love to see a Super Bowl like that. But I do have the Saints winning that and the MVP going to Drew Brees. What I, what I predicted last year was Packers and Patriots. But I really wanted last year, when it came down to watching the f- last few weeks and watching the playoffs, you get, in, you get into intense football games. Yeah. And I wanted, to, I wanted to see a Tom Brady and Drew Brees Super Bowl, but I don't think the Patriots are going to make it that far. No, I don't I have, have I have them going to the AFC Divisional round, but I don't have them beating yeah, the Chiefs this time. Yeah, that's all I have them going to. And then we go to our season predictions, MVP. You go first. All right. So like I said earlier, uh, I did pick Big Ben. Uh, it's not just because I'm a Steelers fan. I mean, there is some that went behind it. Um, he has a lot to prove, I feel like, um, with losing A.B. and Le'Veon. He's going through all that drama. But all think, that's out now. He was the passing yard leader Yeah, he was the passing yard leader last year. And, I, could, uh, I could definitely see it happening. I think last year the only reason they didn't give it to him because of their record. If they yeah. would have made the playoffs, they eat, I think he yeah. – there's no way he would have beat Pat Mahomes for it, though. I, he did have more yards than Pat Mahomes, just not as many touchdowns. Yeah, uh, and. Yeah, his stats from last year, uh, they were they were pretty solid. Uh, he completed 67% of his passes while leading the league with 5,129 yards through the air. 
Um, he had 34 touchdowns, but he did throw a lot of interceptions. He had 16. I would like to see that number go down. If he wants to win it this year, he has to have that number go down. Um, the QBR, he had a 96.5. I'd say that's about average for a quarterback like him. I think, I mean, around the league. this year, no AB, no Jesse James. I mean, you got James Conner still. You got Juju Smith-Schuster. You got Moncrief. You, you, you got to figure out who your second receiver is, though, because, yeah. I mean, Moncrief in Indianapolis, in, in Jacksonville, we don't even talk about that because he didn't do anything. But in Indianapolis, he actually showed up, showed out. He actually did not have a bad time in Indianapolis. Yeah. That that got him to sign with Jacksonville. Yeah. And I think I think he's a good receiver. Yeah, the, I mean, the number one clearly goes to Juju. The number two, it's just between uh, I think Washington I think it'll and Moncrief. James Washington. Yeah, I, I feel like it will, too. He's been there a little longer. He's more familiar with Big Ben. Um, and that, that'll play a part into it, definitely. But uh, So who do you have you winning your MVP? My MVP is going to be a shock to a lot of people. I have Phillip Rivers winning MVP. Last year, he threw 4,308 yards, 32 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, had a QBR of 105.5. I think last year they came second in their division, got a wild card spot. I think Phillip Rivers has so many weapons around him. And even with Melvin Gordon being out, I still think the Chargers could do exceptionally well. They lost Russell Coon. They Derwin James will be out for a little while. I mean, if they can get a Melvin Gordon trade done, maybe they can add in another running back that yeah, could be a I mean, starter. They have Eckler and Justin Jackson right now. I mean, I mean, but those guys—they're proven, but they're not—they're yeah. not starting. They're not starter proven. You get what I'm yeah. saying? It's a difference. So, I mean, they have so many weapons. They got Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. They got Hunter Henry back. Um, Eckler and Justin Jackson, like you said, I think their offensive line's good. Um, if Okun. I mean, if he gets healthy, then it could be better. But their defense is good, even without Derwin James, I think. So, I just – I really see him having a good year, and I have the Chargers winning the division this year and being the first seed in the AFC. And if they get if they get home – if they get home advantage throughout the entire playoffs, as I said, I have them playing the Chiefs in L.A. in the AFC Championship, losing. But I really – I mean, it's a regular season award, so you don't have to base it off postseason. So, I mean, last year – Pat Mahomes had over 5,000 yards, 50 touchdown passes. I don't think Phillip Rivers will quite get that. Maybe I feel like he'll have 40 touchdown passes, and uh, I feel like he'll have probably 11 interceptions, like 4,500 yards maybe, a little bit more than that. But I really think he's he's got so many weapons. He's got a great offense. Um, I think Anthony Lynn's a great coach. I think he's going to do spectacular things this year. And then all we go to Defensive Player of the Year, who's your pick? I have uh, Miles Garrett. Um, a lot of people actually have – Miles Garrett winning it, and I had to go along and agree with him. Last year, he had 44 tackles, 13 and a half sacks, and 10 forced fumbles. Um, this year, the Browns, they're a new look team, and it may just be on the offensive side, really, but it all plays a part, I feel like. For sure. And um, I just think he's going to thrive under the new head coach, and he's just going to show everybody what he's always been able to do. I mean, it's not like he's had a bad year, uh, career so far. If you look at that dude. Yeah, he is intimidating. Huge. He is gigantic, yeah. and I just I, re- I I mean he's a beast on the football field. There's no denying it. If I had if I I pick Darius Leonard as mine, but if I had to pick somebody else, it'd probably be him or Joey Bosa. I think Joey Bosa is incredible too. But Darius Leonard last year led the league in tackles as a rookie, 163 tackles, seven sacks, six forced fumbles, and two interceptions. And as a linebacker, that's not bad at all. I mean, especially when you lead the league <laughs> in tackles. I mean, usually right. it'd be especially like a defensive a end or a, yeah. you know an outside linebacker, but he's a he's kind of like a middle linebacker. So, um, 
I think Darius Leonard will have an amazing year. I think the Colts defense will be incredible like they were last year. I think they added a lot of pieces, but Darius Leonard is he's a captain this year. And uh, they just released the Colts just released their captains this year and Darius Leonard is one of them. And I think he is the anchor on that defense. He's the main guy there. I think he should have made a pro the Pro Bowl last year. I think he definitely will this year. I think he's got a lot of people's attention and I just can't wait to see it. And uh, now we go to rookie of the year. Um, so my offensive rookie of the year, um, I'm gonna have to go with a for sure pick would be Kyler Murray, um, just because of who he is and the offense he's playing under. But if Dwayne Haskins can get the job early, if he can win the job early over in Washington, I feel like he has a really good chance. Um, he's second string behind Case Keenum right now, and if Case Keenum holds that job, then there's I mean, there's no way Haskins will win it. But if he is able to get it around. Week three or four, I feel like there's a solid chance for him because Kyler Murray, um, he's not going to put up a lot of numbers, and Haskins can definitely, he can match them. I feel like he can pass them. Um, so we'll just, it just depends. So your that. pick, your pick is Dwayne Haskins if he plays. If, but he, if he doesn't plays, play, but it's if Kyler not, Murray. I have to go with Kyler Murray. Yes, that that's going to be my pick too. Kyler Murray, spectacular in Oklahoma, won the Heisman. I mean, this dude, he's playing with Cliff Kingsbury. Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury, he knows that he knows that guy. So if you already know your quarterback from college and you go to the NFL with that same dude, I think it just be could be something special. I mean, I have the Cardinals at five and eleven, but I think they could compete in every single game. And um, I just, I really think, I think Kyler Murray's going to have a great year. I think he's got young weapons. Yeah. A lot of them are rookies too, and young, like a one year. Christian Kirk, yeah. they got Hakeem Butler, he's a rookie. They got Andy Isabella, he's a rookie. Larry Fitz is still there. I mean, Charles Clay, the new tight end there. David Johnson still. Uh, Kyler Murray can run, too. He's a running guy. And, I mean, yeah, he's a smaller guy. He kind of reminds me of Russell Wilson. But I think I, he won't be as impactful, but I think he's still going to be the like leader of that offense. Eventually he can be, though. And I feel, I, I feel oh, yeah, like he's going to sure. have, if he can stay healthy, he'll have a good career. Um, but now on to the defensive rookie of the year. Who do you have winning that award? For my defensive rookie of the year, I got the second overall pick, Nick Bosa, 49ers. I, I'm assuming he's going to start right away, and even if he doesn't, he'll prove that he can start and that he will start. He'll end up getting that spot, but I really think he's going to be a beast. I think the 49ers are going to be really good this year. As I said, I have them as a playoff team. I have them with 10 wins, so if Jimmy G stays healthy, they're definitely going to, but Nick Bosa, I feel like he's going to be like a Darius Leonard situation. Obviously, he got he didn't get picked in the second round like Leonard did, but I think he's going to be a force real quick, and I think he's going to be one of the anchors on that defense other than Richard Sherman. But if I didn't pick him, I mean, I don't really know who I'd pick. Maybe Quinnen Williams, Jets. I mean, he'll, he'll be a beast. Yeah, he'll be an he'll anchor have on that a solid, defense. Solid year, definitely. Um, but for my award, I have to give it to um, Devin Bush over in Pittsburgh. Um I mean, I love this. I love this pick. We needed a lot. We needed a linebacker. They traded up to get him, so he yeah. better be good. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, we had T.J. Watt, but we definitely needed somebody to go along with him um, because of the injury to Shazier, causing him not to be able to play. But Devin Bush is going to play a big part in the Steelers' defense. I mean, the Steelers' defense has always been well known. I feel like, and they're just going to keep on. And I mean, they were they've declined uh, in past years. Um, but they're definitely getting back up there, and this and picking Devin Bush will definitely help them get back up to where they were. Um, Steelers Nation, baby. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, uh, but on to Coach of the Year, who do you have winning that? I really, honestly, it it's kind of a difficult 
pick because I could see two things. I could see actually multiple things happening, but I I have three things that could that could happen. So I could see Freddie Kitchens winning it. Mm-hmm. I could see Frank Reich winning it, and I could also see um, Lafleur Matt Lafleur yeah. winning it. Um, I just think. <clears throat> I really think that Frank Reich, if Jacoby turns out the way everybody thinks he will in the Colts front office, if if he turns out like that, then I really think Frank White, Frank Reich, if he leads this team to the playoffs, then I definitely think he has a chance of winning it. But um, Freddie Kitchens, I think that's the safe pick. I think that's going to be my pick. Um, I have them as a, as the six seed, a wild card team, and I think with all this talent to be a six seed, I think it's better from last year, obviously, but I think definitely. it's kind of short you know i think they they could probably be the winner of their division but um i really think freddie kitchens he's a i mean he's a rookie coach he doesn't have any experience so i mean he's got a lot to prove if that team does really well then he could win it and then matt lafleur you have aaron Rodgers. what else what else do you need just like you got tom like belichick belichick's got brady they don't give him the award because I mean, I mean they know they're gonna. He's, he's gonna a, yeah, he's a seasoned coach, and they know what he's gonna do. They he's, know that they're gonna, gonna lead well. him deep into the playoffs, possibly the Super Bowl. So they don't give that award yeah. to Belichick. So I can't really pick him. But my my pick right now is gonna be Freddie Kitchens. So uh, what about you? So there's a couple guys that I've thought about. Uh, like you said, Freddie Kitchens, just because all the talent he has and what he if he's able to uh, use that talent to make something into the Browns. I mean. Just two years ago, they went 0-16. Um, so, I mean, he can definitely turn this team around. Um, He's definitely an upgrade from Hugh Jackson, though. Definitely. Um, there's another one over in Arizona, uh, Cliff Kingsbury. You think so? If, if he can – I mean, I don't have – I have him going 4-12. But if, if, they he, get, if, they if he can have that team eight at wins. least five – if he can get that team to 500, eight or nine wins, and that award has to go to him. I feel I mean, like I, think it had, I mean, you I got would, the number one pick. Yeah, you I got mean, the number one pick in Kyle you, Murray. You turn if you that can, team around. If you can do that with all the young weapons you got, if you can do that with that young of a team, yeah. You, I mean, the award's his. And uh, I mean, the third one, I feel like he's less likely to get it. He's been around for a while, and they know what his team can do. But Mike Tomlin, um, just because of the drama that he's had to go through as a coach, and because of last season. Um, if he's able to get everybody focused and ready for this season and they can do really well, and if they're able to do as much as um, I predicted them to do, then uh, he could be a serious candidate for that award, I feel like. Well, we'll see how that all goes. Uh, the NFL week starts tonight, and uh, it'll continue this yeah, Sunday. We, got, uh, we have football every Sunday until when? February? Yep, so. I'm very excited for it, and uh, that'll be all for us here at In the End Zone.